Cool. All right. We're recording. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is another episode of the podcast uh, that I do every Monday and Wednesday. I may start doing it a third day a week just because I like doing podcasts. We have a couple people on Zoom. We have 53 people live on um, Instagram. So this is going to be fun. I hope you're ready for today's topic. It's very important. And I have some stories to share with you regarding it. Uh, let's see. First and foremost, this is sponsored by Team BC, my real estate team. Uh, if you need anything, go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Also, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program for everybody. Huge shout out to everybody who joined on the 31st because you were the last ones. Uh, everybody paying the new price has to pay a higher price now after the new year, but I've had three people sign up each day so far in the new year. I highly recommend all of you get on Modern Success. It is the next level for you and your growth and your development in any field and in life in general. And lastly, eXp Realty for all the people, beautiful people who are in real estate, make sure you go to join.exprealty.com and get your application in, or if you want more information about the company, message me, okay? Let's begin. So today I wanted to discuss uh, something that a lot of people claim to have and claim to uphold, yet the, with a little bit of analysis into their life, I realize most of them are full of shit and they only have themselves to blame, okay? And I have stories to go with it. That word is one, what other people perceive to be an ugly, nasty word called standards, right? Everybody claims, oh, I have high standards for a guy or a girl I want to date. Oh, I have high standards in my business. Oh, I have high standards for how people treat me and this and that. And it's all a bunch of bullshit, okay? Case in point, I sent uh, Loida and Kevin to go on a listing appointment for me. For those of you who are not in real estate, a listing appointment is when you meet with a homeowner and you discuss possibly listing their property for sale in the open market. Blah, blah, blah. You know, we meet with a guy. He loves us. Um, today is, that was last Saturday. Today is Wednesday. And the guy is still calling us because they walked out of the appointment. The individual kept complaining about the commission. Um, you know, we went back and forth with him, but he just was so adamant about paying 4%. And we take listings at no less than 6%, me and my team, regardless of the, the price of the home. Whether it's 400,000 or 5 million, we'll still get 6%. And we're not gonna budge. <clears throat> so this person's complaining. We leave. We walked out because we didn't wanna take it at 4%. And the guy is still calling us and harassing us to take it, but he's only gonna pay 4%. What needs to be understood here by everybody is not I'm trying to brag or, oh, you know, we're the shit, we do this and that. No, it has nothing to do with that. What it has to do with is this. We set the standard to say we take business at 6% for the fee, period. End of story. When you set that standard and you hold it, now the world after you're tested, that's the key, and we're going to talk about that here in a second. The world, clients, customers, whatever thing you're looking at, will have to respond according to that, period. Do you think the top level lawyer, doctor, or professional in any field is going to sit there and haggle about their price? Do you think the top uh, brand like Louis Vuitton and Armani and all that other shit, you think they're going, oh, no, it's okay. We'll give you like a 50% discount. Fuck no, they're not going to do that. No, because they're established, there's prestige, and they're a brand. Now, I'm going to cover later, if you're new, how to get your way up to that, Okay. Because I know a lot of people are going to say that, well, I'm new. I'm not Versace yet. How do I get to that level? Relax. We'll talk about that later. But what you need to understand is you have to set that standard. Now, I'm not saying you have to follow my standard. You don't. 
you have to do the same thing. Now, somebody just said, how about if it's a friend asking? It doesn't matter. If the owner of Versace has his store and a friend of his comes in, you think he's going to give him a discount because he's his friend or treat him special? No, it's still the same thing. For those of you in the service industries, great question, uh, Mitz or Mitzi. Why would we give a discount to somebody we know? If, are we still going to provide the same service, level of service? Absolutely. If anything, we'll go even probably more above and beyond because that's somebody we know. And we really want to, we really want to help them or say, hey, this is so-and-so. I know them. I want to do a, a super-duper good job. Okay? So no, no exceptions. But you have to hold that standard. Now, Everybody can set their own standard. That's the beautiful part about business. If you want to set the standard of a lower price, that's cool. If that's your model, take it and run with it. However, what I'm tired of seeing, what people need to stop doing is the person who in their mind wants to set a higher standard for price or whatever it is, or their process or how long their contracts are. They want to set that higher standard, yet when they meet with a customer or they negotiate a deal, they always lower it and then they bitch and complain that no one wants to pay them what, they, what they're worth and this and that, and all they do is fucking cry about it. That's not the way you do it. If you hold the standard, then you'll get it. And if you're not getting it, then something has to change in your process, whether it's your product itself, the service, or something that you're doing is communicating that you're not worth it. Okay, now you can take a step back and say, where in my process do I need to fix this a little bit? What do I need to improve? What value needs to be increased for them, the customer, to now perceive, to now perceive that I'm worth X amount of dollars, X amount of commission or whatever it is. And it boils down to that. So for those of you who are now climbing the ranks and saying, man, you know, I really want to be that big brand, you have to start with that. Okay? And this seeps into every area of life. But when we're looking at business, it doesn't just show up when you meet with a client and you're trying to close the sale. It shows up with your scheduling, how you set appointments with them, how you speak to them. And the easiest way to tap into this, to raise your standards is this. The easiest way to raise your standards is to do this. How would, how would that higher version of me, how would that successful person in this industry, how would they speak to this customer? How would they schedule a meeting with them? How would they close them on the phone? How would they respond to those objections? Asking those questions is going to be very easy for you in your mind to now determine the right answers or the course of action that you need to take. You cannot take the course of action of your current self, or we can say the lower version of where you want to be and expect to get to the higher version. That's not the way it works. It's all connected. The outside is a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. Many of you have heard that from alchemy, right? With that said, the inside is going to paint the outside. So if on the inside, I'm not thinking like I'm successful or worth the value. If on the inside, I don't think I can get it. If on the inside, I don't truly believe that I'm worth it, then everything on the outside is going to respond according to that. Not the future one who's making the 6% or $10,000 commission or consultation fee or whatever the fuck it is. We can directly correlate this to the fucking dating world too for everybody who's struggling. If your inner image, your inner self-esteem, your inner confidence and everything else is shit, then your outside results are going to be shit. Period. People respond to me as an individual, regardless if it's men or women. They respond to me a certain way because the inner 
estimation of I have of myself. Now this, by the way, what I'm telling you, also I apply to my business and my brand, my social media and everything else. You have to really listen to this. My inner estimation and image of me, me, BC, is higher than what anyone else can say. I could have fucking, I don't know, Zeus himself come down right now and praise me and say, man, BC, you're really strong, you're really confident, and whatever he says won't come up to my pinky toe and what I think about myself, and that's the truth. I believe in myself more than anybody else. I know I'm worth it more than anybody else. I know I can close the sale more than anybody else, you see? Now, what everybody has to understand is this. That's my own inner process. That's not to say that I'm the best person on the planet in this and that, that's irrelevant. Because the way you think about yourself, the way you talk to yourself, the way you view yourself, the pictures you have of yourself and everything that has to do with it in your business is controlled by you. There's no limits to that. There's no fucking laws or anything else prohibiting you from doing that. What happens is people try to talk shit to you and burn you down. Oh, you, need, you can't think that way. Oh, like people get offended on YouTube when I say something like that. I tell people you should be able to walk in your mind, you should be able to walk into the White House and, and sit down and have a conversation with the president, no problem, and not feel lesser than yourself. You should feel like, yeah, I belong in this room. Now, whether on paper in real life you belong there or not, it doesn't matter. In your mind, you can create whatever the fuck you want. But that's the first step that people don't get. So many people are walking around lessening their thought process, lessening their confidence and their self-esteem and their self-image because they're worried about what people might think about how they perceive themselves. How fucking sad is that? I had a long-term vision years ago of me doing this, where my business is at, where I have moderate success and all this shit years ago. And that's why it's fucking happening now. That's why I'm getting, on the 31st of December, I had 30 people join Modern Success. 30. And since the first and the second, I've had at least three people join every single day. Now, to a lot of people, they may say, Oh, that's not going to happen, blah, 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 blah. Oh, you're just showing off? No. I thought about this shit years ago. And I said, people will be joining my shit. People will be hiring us to buy or sell their property. People will be following me on YouTube. People will be watching my videos and commenting and this and that. I've been thinking that and envisioning it years ago. Years ago. And that's why it's happening now. The outside takes some time to catch up. But if on the inside, you're telling yourself, I'm going for 6%. For this deal, for you realtors, for example, I'm, I, I want 6%, but on the inside, you're like, fuck, man, I'm only worth like four. And that's really what you believe, then no one's going to fucking pay you 6% ever. I'm walking in asking for 6%, knowing in my heart of hearts, I'm worth seven. And you know what? I like the customer a lot, so I'm giving him a deal. And that comes across in the way that I carry myself, the way I make eye contact with them and everything else about me. Period. Because... The feeling we give off to people, that can't be faked unless you're the fucking highest of the highest level actors, which there's very few on this planet. How many of you meet people and your initial impression is, whoa, now you can flip this either way, but let's say it's very positive, right? Then as soon as, as, soon as you start interacting with them or you watch them move a little bit, they open their mouth, you immediately get a different picture. Or the opposite, their first impression was shit, then you meet him, you're like, oh wow, this person looks like a fucking bum, but they're actually really cool. What I just told you is the reason for that. 
I can walk around like I'm a million bucks, but if I'm the, on the inside, I'm only a penny, it's going to come across eventually. There's, you, we can't deny that. Give it some time, give it some time, and it will be revealed. Right? If I, preaching to people all the time about mindset and inner game and this and that, blah, 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 if I truly didn't exhibit that as an individual, right, then there's no way I would still be doing what I'm doing every day at the level that I'm doing it. It's literally impossible. It's literally impossible. I've seen a ton of people in the time that I've done this come and go in droves all the time. All the time. So it's all these other things combined together that create this fucking package. They create this package that we can call you. And it's those things that allow me to now create that standard in my life. Now, I'm giving you the example of business and, and money, right? Like uh, we can say compensation, your compensation for, for what you put together, right? But this can be anything else. Let's look at friendships in my life. My friendships, which I can probably count on two hands, real friendships. I have a very high standard for that. But if I was to give you and present to you in real life, to all of you, let's say we're in a room and I present you my friends, you're gonna be like, oh shit, okay. Wow, that makes sense. Of course they're hanging out with BC. Of course these are his friends. Look at him. He's talking the talk and walking the walk. This thing is universal in the sense that it's applied to every area. The way I manage my finances, the way I, the way I set my goals, I have a fucking high standard for the way I set my goals. Now, how many of you, maybe in certain areas, you have a higher standard and then without even realizing it in other areas, you're allowing yourself to have lower standards. That's wrong. That's fucking backwards. You will always be held to your lowest common denominator. You've heard this before in, in team sports. You're only going to be as strong as your weakest link. In this case, it's all you. Whatever the weakest link is about you will be exposed and you will be held to that level, period. Which is why the people that put all their time into business but totally neglect, let's say, health, end up crashing. Because all their time is in business and their health goes to shit. And maybe their life gets cut short. Or something happens where the health portion sabotages their business portion and vice versa, right? Oh, I'm just going to focus on my health and wellness. And then you don't fucking work on your, your income or your success. And then you end up being a broke dick living on the street with a six pack. What fucking good does that do to you? Right? We have to really understand the correlation between these things. And the fucked up part about it is this. And I don't think people realize this. You can be like, the crazy part is you can have everything at a pretty good level, right? And then one area might be a couple notches as far as an improvement in levels. And it doesn't really seep into the other areas as much and help you necessarily, right? It might, but in all cases, it necessarily doesn't. This is the trippy part. Yet, you can have all your areas in check and one of them is lower and that one lower one will fuck up your other ones. I have first-hand experience of this. And it's a trip the way the world works like that. Why is it that it takes so fucking long to get in shape and then you, you're off of it for two weeks and then you fucking gain a bunch of weight and you lose it all? Three, four months of work lost in a week or two. Same thing with finances. Man, I worked so hard, then one bad decision, boom, I lost it all. Isn't that crazy? But it's designed that way on a purpose. For a purpose and on purpose. 
it's crazy. It's crazy. And right. And I, and I, I had first hand experience with this shit. And I was like, fuck man, it's so true. So that required me to be sharp all the time. I said, you know what? It's usually in a moment of weakness or lack of sharpness and attentiveness that I allow that one little slip up to fuck everything up. Oh, well, it's the holidays. I'm going to eat a little bit. And then that fucking spirals into something else. So that now required me as I analyze this, I said, okay, my standard for my attentiveness and everything that I'm doing has to be leveled up for sure. Have to level the shit up. You have to level the shit up. So I, I took it, even though we can say that was a challenge and I overcame it, I took it as a learning lesson into what we're talking about right now. And I said, okay, I got to figure this shit out. I have to raise my standard when it comes to my attentiveness and my sharpness. I can't, I can't take the holidays off because everybody else is. I can't turn my birthday into a fucking birthday month like some people do. As fucking stupid as that shit sounds. Oh, it's my birthday month. I can do whatever I want to do. Okay, yeah, let's just let you break laws because it's your fucking birthday, sure. And everybody laughs because we see that on Facebook. Like, that's a normal fucking thing. Oh, it's my birthday week, you know? Oh, like, they'll go out at night. Like, I've been out to, like, bars and clubs, and some dumbass, it's men and women, are being obnoxious. And then the justification is, oh, I can do whatever I want. It's my birthday. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, how stupid are you? Like, you're literally fucking retarded. That tells me their standards for action, for accountability, and all those other things are very low if they're allowing themselves to do that. That's the sad part. See, so we can see through that shit. It's very, very easily detectable. So now's the time to take a look at what you're doing. Let's say you have an area of your life. Let's say your business life, your, your money. You're not happy. Take a look at where your standards are at with practices in money management, right? Your level of action and commitment to your increasing of your income, how much time and attention you're putting together and, and putting into investments and those type of opportunities. Where, where is it? Something is off, I guarantee you, which is why you're suffering and you're not, we can say satisfied or content with where you're at in that area. Cool. And that story that I shared with you guys in the beginning about, uh, you know, Lloyd and Kevin turning that listing down, it reminded me, right? And, and we discussed this. I mean, this happened over the weekend. So this has been on my mind. It just, it helped me really. Cause, and then I looked today and they took a listing for, I think, 760,000. So more than the other one at the 6%, right? Now imagine, th this is how you can follow this, like a movie reel, we can say, imagine they lowered their commission, right? Let's say, okay, no, we took it at four. Now going into this meeting today, they could have misconstrued any communication coming from the client as, oh shit, they're gonna complain about the commission. And then maybe even preemptively offer to lower their commission if they felt like something was off. So one misstep in your standards can literally seep poison into your whole process. And the, the bigger lesson in this is this. We always hear that, and, and I mean, there's different schools of thoughts on this, so I, I, it doesn't really matter what you believe in or what you, what you prescribe to, but let's, for the sake of this, let's call it the fucking universe, right? 
the, the universe is always watching and testing you. So if you proclaim to the world and whatever these entities are that you believe in, and you say, my standard, big entities, is 6%. I don't take shit from anybody, and I always charge everybody 6%, and I don't bend or break for anybody, period. Mark my words. I proclaim that. And now I lower it. Whatever that power is is laughing at me and saying, you're a fucking joke. So guess what? What's on the other side of your commitment and your standard, you, you, will, you will not have. You will not be granted that thing because the first test that came along, you failed. Everything I perceive is a test. Everything. This makes life more interesting. It makes it more fun. And it keeps me sharp. Why would I lower my standards? Why? Why? There's no reason to. Oh, well, you know, and then this is where the, the idiotic arguments come in. Well, you know, a, a listing is, you know, a listing, just, just take it and, and make the sale. Fuck that. No, no, no way. So we walk out smiling, chest and head held high. Okay, cool. Moving on to the next one. Again, I mean, no matter which way you look at it, let's say we do lower it again. We're implying scarcity, that there's not enough business out there. We don't have enough opportunities any lowering of that from the position of power or choice is weak. We could spin it a hundred million different ways. And I refuse to ever demonstrate weakness, which is not to be confused with at the proper time showing vulnerability, which is a completely different subject. That's not weak. That's strategic. I'm talking about weakness. And I made a video on YouTube that people loved. And I said, why we don't respect people who are weak. Why we don't respect weakness. Nature eradicates weakness, and so do um, humans on a subconscious level. So, it's time to raise the standard, and this is the beautiful part is now, this is where you can start implementing, implementing some of this stuff. As soon as I started saying standards, I guarantee you everybody looked in their mind and said, oh, yep, I need to raise that standard. And it could be the simplest thing. Maybe you hit the snooze button and you wake up five or 10 minutes late every day. That's something that has to be fixed. You have to raise your standard with that. Maybe instead of going to the gym five days a week like you're supposed to, you only go three or four. You have to step your game up and raise the standard. Maybe it's your diet. Maybe it's your relationships. Maybe it's your communication skills. Maybe it's your sales skills. Maybe it's allowing people to step all over you in social situations. Maybe you don't stand up for yourself. And you really should be saying, you know what, dude, back up, fuck you, leave me alone. Which will finally get that pest to leave you alone. Or that one person who's been bugging you for years, they're like, you know what, I don't like talking to you. All you do is bring me drama and negativity, leave me alone, unless you're going to bring me something positive. That's raising the standard for yourself, for your own sanity. Because you're allowing people to fuck with your mind by allowing yourself to be exposed to that. It's crazy. You are the ultimate decision maker. You are the ultimate judge. You are the ultimate master of you, your life, and your circumstances. So whatever it is that you don't like, you have to change. Up to you, not anybody else, not your mom, not your dad, not your kids, not your significant other, not the universe. You have to fucking make the change. And guess what? When you make the change, you're tested and you will be going through some shit and you have to now Withhold, hold your ground. You have to hold your ground and pass the test, whatever it is.
Okay. With that said, I will now open it up to questions. I know we have a lot more people on Instagram Live right now. Um, and I'm sure they have questions, so I'll answer your questions now for the next five or 10 minutes. And then uh, I will log off. For those of you who I've gotten so many DMs about modern success, you can go to joinmodernsuccess.com to join or go to my personal website, uh, briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab and get signed up. <clears throat> people have been asking me about my goals. One of my, uh, I'm not even gonna say goal, one of my commitments of the shit that's gonna happen this year, I'm gonna get over a thousand people in modern success this year. Watch. Watch me do it quick. You guys have questions on Zoom? Um, let me know and I'll unmute you. BC, do you real geeks? I don't know what the fuck real geeks is, man. Sorry. You need a blog site. That's what YouTube is. Uh, what used to be your biggest weakness? Uh, probably control of my uh, temper. I would let shit get to me too quickly. You have a question? Okay. All right, Brian, you're muted. Yeah, what's, yeah, going what's up, man? What's going on? Happy New Year, man. Can you repeat that? I don't think I heard you. What three, what three standards are you raising in yourself right now? What three standards am I raising in myself right now? Okay, um, I would say within the last month, three, the three that come to mind is uh, the standard for my real estate team as far as our production and um, everything revolving around that, right, and our activities. Two is the level of income, like my minimum standard for the level of income that I'm, uh, quote, satisfied with every month and raising that. And then three is raising my standard again on my, we can call it self-help, right? Reading, events, and all that. So I'm increasing my investment as far as money on that and time invested into that by 30% this year. Wow. Lead gen every day, Snowbird. We, we, we do that every day. Did you have a follow-up question to that, Brian, or no? How do you define success? How do you measure that? How do I define what? Success. Okay. I know a lot of people have a different definition for success. Success for me is this. Am I, am I doing what I say I'm going to do and what I've committed to? And if I'm honoring that in my mind, I'm successful. Great question, man. Absolutely. Um, now, in terms of your team, um, what do you look for in former team members? What do you look for champions? And what do you look for in terms of And then you want to develop well, My team members is simple, man. Every team member that I've added, aside from, you know, Loida, has been somebody who was a dedicated student, somebody who was always at like speaking events that I went to, somebody who was always there, right? I would see them on my lives and I didn't care so much what they look like on paper because I knew if somebody followed me, uh, and it wasn't just about money they spent and all that, but I knew if somebody followed me and they were dedicated, they were number one, in alignment with what I preach about and what I believe, and two, they have a hunger to get better 
and, and do something big. Because somebody who follows me for a consistent amount of time is somewhat going to be on the same wavelength as me. And I know they're going to be more dedicated than the average person and more willing to learn. I care much more about that than how good you are coming in on paper and what, how many homes you've sold or how good you are at sales and how much experience you have. That to me is secondary. Uh, let's see. What are top, top questions to ask when interviewing brokers? Uh, Joanne, let's see. I'm going to mute you, Brian, but I'll come back to you if you have more questions. Uh, top questions to ask interviewing brokers. Okay. Uh, this is what you all need to do, right? I don't care what industry you're in. If you have questions for somebody, you, you have to break it down to the sense of what am I looking for from my employer? In this case, you're a real estate agent. You want to go with a brokerage. What am I looking for in return of the brokerage from you joining? Well, if I was a new agent, I would say, what does your training look like? Do you offer mentors and mentorship to new agents? How much access do I have to you as a broker on a weekly basis if I have questions? Will other agents go with me on appointments if I need them? Are you guys open on the weekends? Things like that. You have to think about what do I need? What would I expect in return? for me bringing business into this brokerage, right? Will said, I'll take any questions about modern success. Awesome. How did you find the right career for yourself? Well, Brett, when I stopped playing basketball, um, I, I looked at everything from the perspective of what I do good as an individual, right? I knew I was disciplined as fuck. I knew I would outwork everybody. Um, I knew I was really committed. I knew that I could learn quickly and adapt, right? Because even when I played basketball, I was always the captain, the team captain. And it molded me a certain way as an individual, right? Like I, I knew I would be a good leader. I knew I could lead myself. I knew I didn't need fucking motivation from other people. You know, I'd be in the gym every day at 5, 5.30 working out. I would do two, three-a-day workouts. So showing up and getting the work in wasn't difficult for me. And that's just kind of how I was bred through basketball. So when I looked at real estate, you don't have to clock in. You get paid in proportion to how much you sell. You don't have to climb a fucking ladder. No one tells you what to do. I can do it my own way. I was almost in disbelief. I was like, wait, are you serious? Like I can come in here and if I sell 20 houses in my first year, I make X amount of dollars, like for real? He's like, yeah. I was almost like, this has to be bullshit, but it was true. So I did it and, and that's how I had success with it. But I went on a bunch of job interviews, man, and I would walk out. I'm like, okay, this shit isn't for me, sorry. Uh, how long did you study before taking your real estate exam? A couple weeks. Uh, Stavy, Stavy, if that's your name. Uh, I did the practice tests over and over until I would get like 90%, 95% right on them. And then I just went in. Can't wait. February 2nd. Yeah. For those of you who aren't on uh, Modern Success yet, uh, we're having our first live event February 2nd for all the members. So that's another bonus if you guys join. That's on new C8. I haven't seen it, Will. I need to take a look at it. Have you started the piano yet? No, lady. Unfortunately, I haven't. If you teach, though, or you know anybody, hook me up. You lead gen on Sundays. Uh, my first two, two, two and a half years, yes, I would. Now I don't. I do other stuff on Sundays. Just joined a few days ago. Awesome, Susan. Welcome to the family. Uh, what do you do when you feel overwhelmed? I don't deal with overwhelm, Edward. I mean, people have been talking about overwhelm. Like, I think that's a state that people have created in themselves. What I think overwhelm is, is a different emotion that people label as something else. You know, that's why you guys have to be very careful with labels, man. 
I was told that I have ADHD. Do you see me taking any fucking pills? What I get from people, because I don't talk about it, is, man, bro, you have so much energy. Oh, man, you seem so focused and this and that. So I just flipped that shit. I'm supposed to technically be on medication. Do you see me on medication? No. Does it seem like anything is wrong with me aside from me having a lot of energy? No. So when people started talking to me about overwhelm and that kind of stuff, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Now, I'm not directing this at you, Edward. I'm just saying, I didn't, I didn't connect with that. I was like, what are you talking about? <clears throat> we got a lot of shit to do, sure, but we got to get it done. Whether we get into the, the emotion of overwhelm and like, oh shit, that's a lot of stuff to do. It's like, we got to fucking do it anyway. So to me, all that does is create an emotion that makes it more difficult for me to actually get into action and start doing stuff, right? I tell people, all these emotions you feel, whether it's overwhelm, anxiety, nervousness, get into doing stuff, like start doing things. And you'll see that those emotions will go away because you're too much in the activity now. You can't just sit there and think. Those emotions come from doing this, sitting there and thinking, oh man, I have so much to do. <clears throat> do, you, do you love what you do? Absolutely, man. I've been able to create my life the way I envisioned it. If I want to change stuff, I change it. I feel like <clears throat> even though I don't think anybody will have <clears throat> complete freedom in the sense of the word, I think I'm pretty damn close. MS, I have that right. Quick question, bro. I work for Verizon selling phones. Will the experience? Absolutely. Sales is sales, brother. Lexi, if you want to improve your sales skills, you have to learn from somebody like me. Or at the very least, you have to start watching some YouTube stuff and reading some books and, and practicing. Getting somebody to help you, which is why I tell people to get on my program, somebody to guide you and help you directly is the best way to learn anything. Aside from you now learning and then applying it. <clears throat> there's learning and then there's application. So if I teach you some stuff to say on the phone, to say, now you need to get your ass on the phone and start making a ton of calls and using it so you get good at it. Because the way I can help you or any teacher is we say, hey, say this. And then you say it a bunch of times and now you're saying, oh man, I keep getting this objection. Now I can help you because you're giving me feedback from your action and I can guide you on how to improve it. That's how you get good. If joining ESP, where can one find a mentor? They assign you a mentor automatically, uh, Edive. Uh, I would say, Steve, uh, follow a basic money management system. I have, um, well, if you're in Modern Success, it's one of the videos, but I think I, I did a free YouTube video where I gave a basic rundown. It's on the Broke to Millionaire series, Steve. Watch that playlist. I think it's video number two or number three. The Dylan, any advice for a high school student who wants to be a real estate agent when they get out of school? Subscribe to my YouTube channel, bro, and watch every real estate video I've ever put out and take notes. That'll be a good guide for you. Cool. Awesome, Roy. Where does the event take place? Um, we're going to be emailing again. Everybody, Susan, just make sure you RSVP. It's going to be here near my office. I'm gonna run out of venue because I think already like 70 people have confirmed. Give me the loot. <laughs> That's funny. I got one uh, more question, but I'm saving it for the modern success lecture. Okay, cool. How do you summon energy? Um, you create energy, man. Uh, one of the best ways I do it, bro, like if I'm, um, 
let's say I'm feeling like I don't have energy. I'm literally going to close my eyes and, and visualize some, some sort of thing or event that creates energy and the emotions. And then I can get into action, man. That's the best way to do it. Typically when we're tired or we're lacking energy, what do we say? Oh man, I'm tired. Oh, I don't feel like doing shit. And you, you talk yourself into a deeper, um, we can say slump. Listing presentation. Yeah. Christina, I've done a listing presentation. I think I have one or two on my YouTube channel. If you answer my question, my phone died. I'm sure I did, bro. Uh, EXP assigns you a mentor right away, bro, Tony, when you join, you know, and you have access to them. And I think I sponsored you in too, or whoever sponsors you in, we're available to answer your questions too, dude. And what is, everyone talks about hands-on help. The average brokerage doesn't give you any fucking hands-on help. Any brokerage I've been to does not have people giving you hands-on help. It's difficult to get a hold of people. So the whole thing with EXP being cloud-based and people saying you don't get hands-on help, I don't know where the fuck those rumors come from, but it's insane. Like it's crazy. If you guys think any brokerage, regular brokerage is going to have people just waiting for you there to, to give you hands on help, then you're in for a rude fucking awakening. White glove services for real estate. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of it, dude. You see under a brokerage. Yes. EXP. Cool. Felix, the modern success event is going to be dope. I'm going to have probably one or two guest speakers, but a lot of it is going to be teaching. So it's going to be good. And you guys can meet each other. Uh, are the scripts, modern success in the videos uh, on the Facebook group, Drew, I uploaded some of those scripts. Why don't you pass the listing, 4% listing to a team member? Why would I deny a listing at 6% and then pass it to my team member, bro? That doesn't make any sense. Then my standard isn't 6% because I'm giving it to a team member. How do you get business from a seller that has a good experience working with a different realtor? You need to meet with them, bro, and get in front of them and make it very clear to them that you're the better choice. Mental clarity has all to do with diet, of course, Cheryl, but it has a lot to do with what you do with your mental process. Our mental process is so fucked up, we don't even realize it. And that's a lifelong journey. Reading, meditating, you know, learning from people, going through life and experiencing stuff. I mean, I'm still on that journey too. I'm not fucking perfect. But my mindset and my mind state now compared to even one, two, three, four years ago is completely different. Okay, guys, I know um, I have a lot of people on and we have a lot of questions. I'm going to end it here, though. I appreciate you all being here. As always, uh, if you guys need anything with real estate, teambcsold.com, or you can email us at teambcsold.gmail.com. Uh, uh, Modern Success, my personal coaching and mentorship program. You can go to joinmodernsuccess.com, or you can go to my website, uh, briancasella.com, and go to the coaching tab if you're interested in joining. We have our first event, February 2nd. And lastly, uh, EXP Realty for your realtors. If you want to join EXP, go to join.exprealty.com and get your application in. Otherwise, uh, you can message me and I'll give you some more information about, um, about the company. Okay.
Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting. Supreme Being is on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, um, Podomatic, and we put it on Stitcher as well. So it's on every platform. Make sure you guys subscribe to it and uh, <clears throat> you can share it from that platform. Cool. All right, guys. <clears throat>